Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Let's start the week off by getting you up to date on everything you need to know from across the region in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Monday, October 23rd. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top story this hour, the St. Charles County NAACP president is calling on the Wentzville School District to end what it's calling systemic racism. President Sabrina Looney says there have been complaints for years regarding the bullying and equitable treatment, but she's gravely concerned with the Wentzville School Board not addressing the issues. Disciplinary actions that are, you know, being passed out and, you know, kids hearing racial slurs, um, um, chance uh, name calling they're based around race. Looney says this also includes LGBTQ plus students. Following last week's school board meeting, several parents reached out to the NAACP after their children were being called names, including those racial slurs. Maria Kina, KMOX News. KMOX has reached out to the Wentzville School District. We are waiting to hear back. I think it is the biggest investment Creve Corps has had. In Creve Corps, plans to turn a part of the old Bayer campus into a mixed-use downtown Creve Corps are on the agenda tonight. Some neighbors are not happy, though. Creve Corps Mayor Robert Hoffman tells KMOX he's met as recently as this afternoon with residents. The main concern is, is what we call a buffer area, which uh, we're working to allay their fears with sound and, and um, sight, you know, light pollution. And I believe um, we can get this done. I really think we're going to get there. The city council meets tonight at 7. We've got more on this story coming up. A KMOX follow-up. St. Louis County Police Officer Matthew McCullough is now a former police officer. He no longer works for the department as of October 19th, a spokesperson confirms. McCullough was charged with 11 felony counts, including making a terrorist threat after the shooting the gun into the air a dozen times at a trunk or treat at a Kirkwood Middle School for an elementary school event. Matt McCullough is the son of a former St. Louis County prosecutor. His next court appearance is a bond hearing set for tomorrow. The city of St. Louis is right now hearing arguments in favor of and opposed to the demolition of a historic building near the Dome. Let's go live to the newsroom where KMOX's Sean Malone is monitoring. Sean? Michael, we're listening to that hearing right now as both sides are making their arguments both for and against the demolition of the building. So we'll tune in a bit here. SWAT team on a weekly basis. And so, basically, this facility has, has a reputation as an unlicensed, unregulated indoor shooting range. The building is a part of the Sligo Iron Store Company, built in 1900. The five-story tall structure is listed in the National Register of Historic Places, but Paul McKee's Northside Regeneration is seeking to tear it down. The Cultural Resource Office has already denied the demolition, determining the building to be of high merit and sound condition. McKee has appealed the denial, and now the St. Louis Preservation Board is hearing arguments to decide the building's fate. Many of the building's windows are broken, exterior walls are covered in graffiti, and photos of the interior indicate the roof has begun to cave in. Sean Malone, KMOX News. A squirrel chewed through Ameren wires at a substation in Illinois today, causing 2,800 customers in Wood River and East Alton to go without power for three hours. Ameren spokesman Brian Brech says this is not a new way for the power to go out. Animals do cause power outages at time, although both Ameren, Illinois, and Missouri over the last 10, 12 years has uh, invested uh, a significant amount of money to uh, improve the infrastructure. The power was fully restored by 11 a.m.
Fans. Fans of Yes will have some free time this evening as the rock band's scheduled show at the factory in Chesterfield is canceled. Yes also canceled their appearance in Joliet on Sunday evening. Guitarist Steve Howe is dealing with a thumb injury that he says inhibits any guitar playing. Refunds will be offered to ticket holders. The MLS postseason begins this week at City Park in downtown West. Preparations are underway for Sunday night's playoff game for St. Louis City SC. A different energy this week, a different view, a different vibe for sure. You know, something exciting for the club uh, as we go on our first uh, pursuit of glory here in the playoffs. Head coach Bradley Carnell tells me as the first expansion team to win the regular season conference title, this is a year he will never forget. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the days, uh, you know, my kids were born, <laughs> the day I got married, um, and a couple of birthdays along the way. So, yeah, this one uh, ranks up there with uh, the best of them. The work continues Sunday night at 9 o'clock. St. Louis City SC against the winner of San Jose and Sporting KC. That wildcard game will take place on Wednesday night. Tom Ackerman, KMOX Sports. A new study reveals that some junk foods and other highly processed foods can be just as addictive as drugs. Half your favorite fast food place or you see an advertisement, you feel this really strong urge to consume those foods. Then you may have a food addiction. Dr. Alexandria DeFelice Antonio, assistant professor at Virginia Tech Carillion, says her research shows sugary or fatty ultra-processed foods trigger the same compulsions and cravings as addictive substances, such as alcohol or drugs. And she adds it can be more difficult to avoid because our society is so saturated with messages about these junk foods. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. The pulling of some popular decongestants from pharmacy shelves has many cold sufferers looking for new options. Luke here, general internist, Dr. Fred Buckold at SSM Health, St. Louis University Hospital. When my allergies are bad, I'm, I'm doing the combination of, of the, whatever the generic version of, of Flonase is available and then Zyrtec, and that works well for me. Or he says you could take Claritin or Allegra instead of Zyrtec. CVS was the first major pharmacy to pull decongestants containing oral phenylephrine as the main ingredient from its shelves because an FDA advisory panel found them to be ineffective. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. The KMOX Business Desk, after 138 years as a major brokerage company downtown, it's moving to Chesterfield. We're talking about the Crane Agency. The Business Journal says the decision was made because many employees live out that way now. Crane has space for 170 workers in the building at 100 North Broadway, but only 20 to 30 are working there daily. continue on KMOX. This could be big for Creve Cord. Developers would like to take the half of the Bayer campus, which has been sold, and remake it into a mixed-use neighborhood. Joining us right now to uh, help us walk us through this plan and tell us what the next steps are is the mayor of Creve Cord, Dr. Robert Hoffman. Thank you for being with us, Dr. Hoffman. Thank you. So first of all, introduce us or reintroduce us uh, to this project. What are the different components that would be a part of this? Um, it's a 96-acre development. It's going to have apartments above retail over a, a main street and uh, it'll have townhomes in in part and uh, office space and a hotel those are just some of the uses that are proposed and do the, the, the developers uh, envision this to be renovation of the existing buildings that are there or would this mostly be new construction the three buildings that are there are going to remain to be renovated and there'll be new construction all around it in terms of scope, how do you uh, lay this out in terms of uh, it's got to be one of the biggest investments uh, that Creve Corps had? I think it is the biggest investment Creve Corps had. It's in the hundreds of millions of dollars, and um, we're looking forward to working with the community and with the developer to make sure it all goes well.
And we've heard a lot uh, across the country and in the St. Louis area about uh, more suburbs are looking to uh, dense, walkable, mixed-use developments. Would you consider this to be kind of a, a downtown Creevecore? Yes, very much so. Just so you know, there's a 100-foot-wide water main underneath part of this development that cannot be built upon, and that would be a walkway uh, and the centerpiece of the construction. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about the aesthetics of this, especially as uh, we talk about the density. And we also take a look at, uh, you mentioned a walkway. A lot of uh, cities and suburbs are looking at uh, natural amenities. People like to go out, go hiking, go walking, go kayaking. Talk a little bit about the aesthetic of what you'd like to see here. Well, of the 96 acres, 30-plus acres is going to be maintained as a natural site. There will be hiking trails within, biking trails, um, and along with the apartments that will be over the retail stores on the main street, there will be townhomes built to the southeast part of the construction, probably in the fifth phase. And why do you think uh, we've, we've got this trend where suburbs are, are looking at, at trying to become more dense and become more walkable and, and you know, put the store uh, underneath the, you know, the apartments above and, and that sort of thing? Why, why do you think mixed use in downtowns are, are becoming more enviable for, for these kinds of areas? I, I think people enjoy the walkability. That is without a question in our community. And I also believe that as the population ages, they downsize. They really do downsize, and I think people in their uh, later years of life, in early retirement, are looking to, to look for apartments rather than maintaining a home on an acre-plus lot. With 39 North, the Plant Science District, just across the street, we've heard about how the other tech districts lure in people from outside the region, and they might be used to this kind of a mixed-use neighborhood as opposed to a traditional suburban neighborhood. Does that play into this, wanting to uh, make sure that there's a, a place for those uh, plant scientists who come in from the Bay Areas and the Bostons and, and uh, a place that makes them want to stay in the region? Very, very much so. I think that that's that's a very high priority, and I think we will... We will serve that priority by, by building this project. And so where does this stand right now? What's the next, uh, the next step? There is a Creve Corps meeting tonight. There is. We had a, uh, three separate planning and zoning meetings prior to the city council hearing this two weeks ago. And tonight it's up for a final vote and approval um, of the city council. Does this look to uh, potentially add uh, population to Creve Corps? How much would you expect? And uh, are the school districts, the infrastructure, is all that prepared? Um, I think they are. This will be in the Ladue School District. Um, we uh, don't have numbers yet. I, I don't want to guess at how many people will be here. I, I don't want to guess at that. Okay. But it will be a, it will be a lot. And in terms of uh, the neighbors around there, some residential uh, neighbors uh, adjoining, uh, what's their reaction been uh, and what kind of uh, maybe changes have been made to assuage some concerns? Um, we've been meeting constantly with the neighbors as late as this afternoon. Um, and I think we're, we're getting to a point where a compromise you know, could be reached tonight and uh, approval come from the city council. The main concern is, is what we call a buffer area, which uh, we're working to allay their fears with sound and, and um, sight, you know, light pollution. And I believe um, we can get this done. I really think we're going to get there very soon. And Mayor, always ask this with uh, big projects. What kind of tax incentives are Fireside Financial and Jack uh, Matthews Development looking for with this? 
Um, that has not been presented to us yet. That's going to be the next phase. So at this point in time, I cannot answer that honestly. Mayor Robert Hoffman of the city of Creve Corps. Dr. Hoffman, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And thank you very much. The St. Louis All Local is a production of the KMOX News Team. I'm Michael Calhoun. Subscribe on the Odyssey app.